Welcome to another episode of um, Pop Lock, <laughs> <laughs> your favorite uh, podcast about entertainment law and media and um, stuff. Tyrone is shrinking, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I ain't had this uh, peach sirak. Mango sirak is tasty. Again, this is not a sponsorship, but hey, this is a big bottle, so... Well, welcome back, and just in case you guys didn't know, we are not your attorneys. Y'all should know our names by now, that goes without <laughs> saying, so let's just get on right into it. Wait, I just gotta say, did y'all see Nicki Minaj's new video for No Frauds? I really like that song. And you she looks so and cute. And all the other barbs. Just you're gonna be the only ones who I'm really love the song. Not a barb. And let me I am say, not a barb. She uh, okay. I will say <laughs> that I think this is really the best good. Nicki Minaj has looked in a long time. Yeah. In terms of her makeup, her wardrobe, just her general yes. Style looks really good. I think it was shot in London, London and um, some parts in LA. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Raleigh interview that uh, I watched today. She said where it was filmed. But, but the <laughs> song itself, I would say it's probably one of her more middle of the road songs. And that's fine because it'll still go on to do well on the urban charts. Oh, you so <laughs> shady. No frauds. That is a great radio hit okay she needs to be go back to making uh anacondas and starships fly <laughs> those aren't my favorite but <laughs> no one's favorite to be honest <laughs> but speaking of no frauds and cash money young money aspire music group on behalf of and co-part owner of jazz prince is suing Cash Money Records and surprise! Look at my shocked face. <laughs> Someone else is suing Cash Money. Oh no! Brian Baby Williams, Ronald Slim Williams, and Young Money Entertainment for discovering Drake, Mr. Aubrey Graham himself. <laughs> On a side note, Jimmy, little Jimmy in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh God, but I used to love the show. Back in um. 2014 actually jazz prince initially filed for discovering drake and bringing him over there to cash and money who is jazz prince exactly the person who discovered drake <laughs> <laughs> and that's all y'all need to know folks. that's the most important thing i think at one point he dated christina million but oh he oh, um, <laughs> but he is a ceo nick of, cannon's leftovers <laughs> i forgot the name <laughs> Jazz Prince, he is um, part owner of Aspire Music Group, who is the plaintiff in the current lawsuit. But let me bring you guys back to the 2014 lawsuit when he first sued Cash Money for discovering Drake. Eventually, that case was voluntarily dismissed by Jazz Prince. Allegedly, Cash Money settled with him and was supposed to give him $11 million for his services. They didn't pay. Mm. 
Any surprises? Oh, no. <laughs> Birdman over there buying Tony Braxton Bentley trucks and shit. Oh, that's so strange. Listen, I'm sorry for all these tangents today, but you're just going to have to deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Tony Braxton ever saw in Birdman. My God. What she sees because they're currently still dating. He be Wait, making... I thought they... No. I, I thought that they said that was just a stunt for like... He'd like be making pop-ups on the Braxton show. Okay, all the so time. it still could be just f- for promotional reasons. And she called him B. I don't know, but mm. didn't nobody buy me no Bentley truck? <laughs> shit, I don't want a Bentley truck. If any listeners out there just paid a student loan debt, and we good. Girl, love. <laughs> We're not doing it again, but let let them know these, these loans. student loans ain't gonna pay themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so rap a lot records. Jazz Prince is the CEO of Rap A Lot Records. If anybody wanted to know, Tyrone <laughs> didn't know who he was, so he's a CEO of Rap A Lot Records. He All is also hits. part <laughs> owner of Aspire Music Group, who is suing Cash Money, Brian Baby Williams, Ronald Slim Williams, and Young Money. And he is also Drake's friend and um, discovered Drake. And now Jazz Prince was in the No Frauds video behind Drake in the club scene, if y'all paid attention. Probably not, but I only noticed him because I'm like, oh, oh this oh, case. Okay, I'm so, about it. okay, so just to clarify, Jazz and Drake are on good terms. They're on good terms. And Jazz is on terrible terms, I guess. <laughs> Over with Baby and them. Who ain't? Okay. We'll get into that little Wayne case later. So in the current case that was just filed this week um, on the 17th, Aspire Music Group is suing Baby and Cash Money Records because they did not adhere to the $11 million settlement agreement um, of the initial case in 2015. So in this current case, he is Jazz Prince and is suing, or Aspire Music Group, excuse me, is suing for the money that he feels that he's owed for Drake. Uh, in 2008, Jazz Prince says that he discovered Drake and he signed an exclusive rights deal to Drake uh, for Drake's services as a recording artist for at least his first six albums. So, that was all of Drake's albums, except yeah, for I, More like Life. His first six so, albums. He hasn't put out that many albums, so I think He's that's, on seven now, so I don't know. That's all of them, yeah. basically. So, uh, for bringing Drake to cash money, young money, Jazz Prince Aspire is saying that he was promised one-third of net profits from, their com- um, from Drake's commercial exploitation, and as well as one third of the copyright in and to the applicable master recordings for all six of Drake's albums. Well, damn. Now, I thought when Drake first came out, it was so monumental. And this is from reading the blogs, and I'm not 100% how true it is that, but Drake was basically referred to as being one of the only rap artists who owned his masters. Now, Which from I, I can't <laughs> I can't co-sign that. I have never known that to be the issue or that to be one of the big uh, takeaways from Drake and his uh, breaking out as a rapper because it's just not the norm unless you and, started your own label, unless you are like a, 
of Salon and St. Huron or something like that, like not too many people own their masters unless they're like a superstar. Like Beyonce owns all her masters. We know that. I know that. No one has ever reported that. Now, but I know that because she's Beyonce. And I'm going to fact check that. But I don't know. For some reason, that's what I re- remember that. So y'all can check the update episode for that. But what but, she's saying, I think here is that it's clear that Drake, Drake does, does not <laughs> own his masters. His friend over here is like, actually, I need to get a cut. Because if Drake owned all of the masters, he would just go to Drake. So Jazz Prince was supposed an Aspire music group. They were supposed to own one third and the other two thirds owned by Cash Money um, and Universal Music Group. Uh, Cash Money is a label under Universal Music Group. So basically, Jazz Prince is saying, I didn't get my one third of Drake's commercial profits for his recording services. Mm. I also didn't get my copyright that I'm entitled to for the, his masters and you guys owe me all this money. Um, he's claiming that young money, cash money was also supposed to do regular accountings of how much money (laughs) that Drake is bringing in to the label and Mm. that they did not do regular accountings and so that was a breach of contract listen (laughs) i'm not gonna get into it too much but i will say that i have written about this and i think that we may need to start looking at these contracts especially the more 360 type deals as partnerships and there's a whole host of responsibilities and fiduciary duties that go along with this and We'll talk about it one day on this podcast, but you wouldn't have all these issues is what I'm saying, because <laughs> basically the court's going to be like, so why aren't y'all sharing information? <laughs> why right. aren't you giving them the money? Like, there's not going to be a case because the court's going to be like, well, this one over here, ha- they should have known the numbers when they asked, when you asked, when they asked for it, you should have gave them the numbers. Absolutely. And it looks like here that. Again, we don't want to shit on cash money all night. Oh, well, they did in this 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 case. So I'm going to get to that. Oh, my <laughs> God. They shit it. No, no. We <laughs> us as we don't want to shit all over cash money no, we need on to. this episode. We need to. But like this doesn't seem too far out of their wheelhouse in terms of how they treat their artists. And it's sort of amazing that they've been able to churn out these mega stars like Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj and Drake and Birdman to, to a certain degree. And the degree. Hot Boys back in the day. You know, when we hear, y'all know the song. Wait, was Juvenile? No. Yes, yeah, Juvenile. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. The, it's Again, it's amazing that all of that was able to happen. And behind the scenes, it was a shit show. And apparently, they were getting paid enough to the point where they weren't looking into this on a regular basis. And had their... Because, I don't know. I think Drake is the one where... He definitely doesn't get a pass where he should have had some knowledgeable people on his team. But, like, I give a pass to people who come from, like, the hood and have rough backgrounds. They don't necessarily know all the time that they need to have an accountant who's looking out for their best interest. Yeah. And not the accountant's best interest. And not someone who was recommended by the people who hired them or put them on the label. Like well, interesting thing about this, and since you're speaking about accountants, uh, Aspire mentions that... Cash Money breached their fiduciary duty with the accounting if Universal did improper account accounting and Universal mm. was the one who did not give them proper money. So it was 
cash monies, you need to make sure that Universal was correct and the accountings, because cash money, I guess, was trying to say, we mm-hmm. gave y'all what you the percentage that you were due based on what the, Universal what Universal us. gave us. Okay, but like the future Rocco case. Universal is not named as defendant. <laughs> hey, Listen, they are smart. Do y'all see a pattern in how <laughs> these cases go down? But I just want to talk about where this case red cash money and baby and slam for this. <laughs> Can you we know, let's get into it? Talking about no frauds. <laughs> I don't mean no frauds. <laughs> and let me just say that I am reading directly from the complaint that was filed in the New York courts on April 17, 2017. Jazz Prince, Aspire Music basically are saying that they are saying that the business and corporate affairs of cash money are intermingled with the defendants, Brian and Ronald Williams, and cash money has failed to abide by corporate formalities. Cash money was never intended to have and never had any true existence as a corporation. Well, damn. Indeed, Cash Money was and is organized and designed to act as a device by which defendants Brian and Rhonda Williams could evade their obligation, responsibility, and liability to third parties, including plaintiff, by engaging in unlawful activity without personal liability. Well, uh, that's definitely shots fired. (laughs) <laughs> they're My like favorite line. this is a, this is a falsehood continued <laughs> adherence to the fiction of the separate existence of cash money would sanction a fraud and promote injustice i don't need no frauds <laughs> i don't need no that, so basically that is something <laughs> let me tell you because business corporations law 101 <laughs> You can't intermingle funds. They have to know something, too, about, like, the inner workings of everything over there at Cash Money to be able to allege this (laughs) stuff because, my God, that was very specific. Very specific. Not not specific. That was, like, (laughs) legally specific. (laughs) You about to have the tax people come knocking, the business corporations come knocking, everybody come knocking with that. It's like, okay, so we want our piece of the pie because... If you're not going to give me my money, I'm taking everything. I'm shutting you down. Okay? Like, when I read that, I just... I just was dying. So basically you saying cash money ain't real. Y'all doing like people do when they selling drugs on the street, running through a fake business, buy real estate, be some landlords. <laughs> Not that I know anything about it. I just heard that on the streets. I'll just on the streets. Like Mama uh, Joyce. Mama Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> the streets be talking. But, wow. Um, I mean, if that's what's going on over there, then they have much bigger problems than this one case. Because they had the case of Lil Wayne, so Lil Wayne sued for fifty-one million dollars. But did he did he specify this stuff about them being a fake corporation? Because that's that's something that opens up to liability, opens cash money up to liability for all of their artists. Not to say that they have many, but 
it's sort of like they have the ones who matter right when, when they're <laughs> going through discovery and they're having yeah. to give up all this information if they can prove that this is just like a fake thing going down and i don't know cash money's been around for so long they I have they've been a part of like my entire life for the most yeah. part i don't know i just i don't know Wayne basically said he didn't get his royalties that he was owed and there was improper account accounting for everything that he brought in as an artist as well. So we can't blame this all on Universal. You know, no, again, Universal gives the money to cash money as the under the distribution agreement agreement and they take out whatever the marketing fees, etc. Um to make this album and the piece to make the album and then from that everybody else gets their cut and according to jazz prince cash money and them been inflating expenses and they've been double dipping They're they've been taking out money that universal already took out so i'm from little wayne's complaint um it was kind of the same situation out i don't recall him going into detail about cash money being a fraudulent yeah, company that's it's, again it's very but, specific not Pacific, like y'all like to say, <laughs> this is specific, legally specific, because that matters sort of like when they're going through all of their like discovery and they have to turn over their records to um, the judge or not the judge, but to the other side, like yeah, the, the attorneys, the defendants mm -hmm. of the plaintiffs, like there could potentially be a smoking gun in there like, well, you know what? This actually is a shell corporation, y'all. <laughs> so we don't know the specifics of what actually went down, but <laughs> apparently he has a lot of specifics to allege. So there's uh, there's probably something to this, to be honest. And hopefully that they can work it out before a judge has to work it out for them. Um, because I think it'll be pretty bad for cash money in the end if it goes the other way mm -hmm. and the worst that can happen for prince um is that the case just gets dismissed and he'll but still be a part of drake's song exactly <laughs> but the worst that can happen for cash money is a whole lot worse than what can happen for we'll prince start so looking at accounting business uh filings we'll have to keep a close <laughs> eye on this one um because this is like a little similar to future and rocco but i think there's a little bit more to this one and it could be settled actually well they tried and <laughs> cash money didn't follow through so we'll see what happens we have chance the rapper filing a lawsuit against no one now <laughs> <laughs> but i'll explain it so chance who just had a stellar last year and is going to probably continue to have a really good year he is trying to look out for his fans and protect them from what may happen at his shows, which is bootleggers. So Chance <sighs> went down to the courthouse down at the U.S. District Court of Northern Illinois, and he filed a complaint where he is trying to keep bootleggers, likely bootleggers, um, who will sell their T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, swag, anything that has his name, Chance the Rapper, which he owns the trademark for, um, off of clothing, all that type of I stuff. I know y'all all have seen those $10 shirts that they have in a parking lot and down the street from the concert. You know, like, so. rest in peace, um, 
Whitney. But <laughs> y'all know <laughs> on Martin when he was bruh man was selling those witty hunting shirts. <laughs> so Chance is down there and he's like, we're not selling no fraudulent, no frauds again, fraudulent stuff with my name on it. But yeah, so he filed a lawsuit. No one's named in it. It's literally just Jane Doe and John Doe. Is that what it is? Whatever. Yes, Jane and Jane and Don Doe. He's suing these bootleggers that don't exist. Well, they do exist, but he doesn't know who they are. And so basically, he his complaints asking that he has the legal right to get the state and local police, off-duty officers, anyone else acting under his supervision to seize and impound any of the rip-off merchandise that bootleggers attempt to, attempt to sell near the venue within 24-hour periods of each performance, which is actually, like, it's actually a really good idea. Um, apparently, he got this as well for his last, last tour, tour in yep. 2016. Mm-hmm. So I think there was, like, Magnificent Coloring Books, something, yada, yada. I wouldn't know because I didn't get to see it. You know, I, I live in New York. Well, so. then, <laughs> I was like, girl, can you just give us a break? Um, Solange is on that tip, too, so that we got bones to pick with several artists who only come to for the festivals to New York City, but whatever. <laughs> but I, we just thought it was really interesting that Chance was, obviously it's for business reasons as well, but the complaint is written as such that he also seems to be just like, he, he really cares about his fans, and he's like, I don't want you buying like just not good quality merchandise. And I just want to give Chance a shout out for the money that he donated to Chicago Public Schools. Yes. That was very great. And my family is from Chicago. Um, I don't know too much of that side, but I hope to go. I'm just waiting for the gun violence to settle down. Only going off of Trump's numbers. That are probably inflated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's gang violence everywhere on every corner. There's just no one is living a good life in Chicago. So right. we just need we need the blood to come off the off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to Chance for fighting off the bootleggers because honestly, y'all shouldn't be buying that stuff anyway. That stuff is cheap. The jewelry and make your skin turn colors. <laughs> um, the scarves and hats. They're going to have threads that you pull them and the whole thing falls apart. So y'all don't even want to buy that stuff. So don't waste your money. Pay the extra $10 to get you a decent shirt. If Maybe you can 20 af- if he doing Beyonce if you prices. Can af- <laughs> if you can afford the ticket to the concert, make sure you budget an extra $40 for a t-shirt and a keychain at least. Come on now. But y'all ain't that broke. Speaking of people that we like, again, Beyonce, I just want to give you guys a little update on this messy maya uh lawsuit you know Mm. listen to that episode if you don't already know the facts of that case but my girl b she filed a motion to dismiss or her attorneys on her behalf (laughs) filed a motion to dismiss uh listen that claim to be quite honest (laughs) i I don't even think beyonce is aware of the situation (laughs) (laughs) like well she has to file her answer so she, again, I feel like she <laughs> didn't even file it. It's like okay, you remember not to give y'all too much Real Housewives, but when Candy had the issue oh, with her employee um, who was filing the lawsuit <laughs> against so for like, Johnny for Johnny against for wages unpaid, she said 
<laughs> this is how you know you got money. She said, well, we'll just tell the lawyer and he'll do it. She, no sweats were broken on her face. She was still playing with her baby the whole time it was said. And think about that. That's Candy Burris. Think about Beyonce, who is like at <laughs> her level to the nth degree. Like she's so far above Candy Burris. So fly Beyonce, <laughs> y'all know that song Candy had some seasons I fly ago. Above all the haters. <laughs> um, sorry, it was not. That was no shade to Candy. Tyrone um, been shady all night. Don't believe him. <laughs> Let me get back to this case. So Beyonce basically said girl by she sought to dismiss the defendants who basically had no part on the video recording for the formation video that the state of anthony barr is suing for she wanted only her melina and melina's production company to be a part of be named as defendants she's also saying that using messy maya's voice one was fair use because it was less than 10 seconds two we only used it in a video we did not use it in the actual recording like y'all said so your facts was not straight she said that they publicly performed it at the super bowl well that's what messy maya's estate was saying and she's like uh fair use <laughs> and what i also like is Beyonce, like we were saying, Miss Angel Barr, who was now the administrator for the estate of Anthony Barr, you were not even the estate holder when we put out this lemonade video, this formation <laughs> video. Which, oh my God, listen, <laughs> I was reading some of these facts and I was just like, I, I felt like the lawyers listened to our episode two and were just like <laughs> sitting there like, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. we, oh no, that was a good point. Yes, Desiree. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because we said almost all of this stuff. And let me read verbatim from the actual complaint what Beyonce's motion to dismiss says. She said, while beyond the scope of this motion, Pretty Bird, that's Melina's uh, production company, licensed the YouTube videos from Mr. Barre's, I'm saying bar, but I just <laughs> remembered you got me together. You know, people be putting these accents. Um, <laughs> Family before plaintiff Angel Barre had herself, had <laughs> herself, had herself appointed as the administrator of the estate of Anthony Barre weeks after the music video's premiere, presumably for the purpose of bringing this action. Mm -hmm. Mind you, the action is for $20 million. Listen, I told y'all, I said, we need to know who was in charge of the estate when this song was recorded or even conceived of because there's just no way that Angel could come and bring this claim against Beyonce and company if she wasn't in charge and she someone else granted her Beyonce and her team permission. And sure enough, they're like, oh, no, no, no. We got permission from the people who were in charge. Not only that, is that they said <laughs> exactly what we said. The work is not even used on the album. On the album. And you said the work. On the, album. the clip of the work is not even used on the album. And the clip is a 27 piece on of Anthony Barre, aka Messi Maya, 
walking down as somebody walking down the streets in New Orleans and somebody recording him. So we'll keep y'all updated. That was the first update to this case that I feel may get tossed out because it is frivolous. But again, we are not your attorneys and we are not the attorneys for this case either. So I mean, if again, Beyonce's team, like it sounds like you guys were right there in the studio with us when we were recording. So stick together. I would say if you want us to be on that team, <laughs> poplawpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Miss Mary Ellen Roy. How you doing? <laughs> I think this is a down, This is all down here for um, Messy Mai's estate. And not just because it sounds like her rest of uh, Messy Mai's family is like okay with Beyonce using yeah. this clip. It's just Angel who was like, well, did Beyonce give us any money? And they'd be like, no. This is why, why was she Beyonce's attorney said Angel had herself appointed, had herself appointed. So, <laughs> girl, this don't got nothing to do with you. Ed Sharon again, 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 it's stealing, he's, he's stealing again or appropriating. So, for his song Photographs, he basically had to add additional writers. <sighs> Okay, so this, <laughs> the lowdown on Photograph, it was a song that he put out, I think, in 2016, or I don't know, in the last couple of years, but the case was brought in 2016, the lawsuit was filed in 2016, and they were saying, there was two songwriters, um, Martin Harrington and Thomas Leonard, and they said that his Ed Sheeran song, Photograph, was a verbatim note for note copying <laughs> of their 2009 song amazing and it was the song that was recorded and released by matt cradle cardle for who was the winner of the 2010 season of the x factor and i think that's the the uk version the uk version yes. um of the x factor and <laughs> they tried to get it um dismissed way back when and the judge was like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> because the plaintiffs included sheet music and Ed Sheeran's team initially tried to challenge the case on pleading standards and jurisdiction. And the judge was just like, I don't I don't know what you're trying to do here, but they no have work. a solid case. There is um, enough evidence that there's it's questionable whether mm-hmm. what they're saying is true or not. And... Um, yeah, I, I'm. It's sort of sad. This may be becoming may be becoming a trend for Ed Sheeran because I think maybe he's sort of like a Taylor Swift or a Nadell in that oh. they they try to write <laughs> all of their own music with as few other people as possible. Mm-hmm. So for him to have to share all these writing credits with these other people is like. You may not be as creative as you think you are. You may be a lot more inspired than you yeah. think you are. I didn't on the for this last album, I don't know the name of it. Um, didn't he apparently go into seclusion so he can you know, find himself and sound? And I wasn't was going to bring that up because <laughs> I've been a petty enough for the entirety of Bed Stuy, <laughs> but. It's amazing how he went into seclusion for like half a year off social media. Basically, that just means he stayed. He off was ghost watching. 
He was literally just lurking out there. And for him to emerge after all this time, you thought he was going to have something real serious, something profound. This little ginger, he come out here with this faux Caribbean soul R&B like, girl, you know I want to love you, love me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Circa I don't 2000 R and B from girl groups. So it's just swipe or no swiping. Ed Sheeran is back at it again, and you know we'll let y'all know because I'm sure this is too. There's more. There, honestly, <laughs> if we start to oh, what was that? Um. Your loving arms, Marvin oh, Gaye's Marvin Gaye's family. They sued him. I, I think they maybe have filed a lawsuit against him oh, for that shoot. one because oh shit, um, it's something thinking like that, out loud. Thinking out loud. Uh-huh. It's that one song. It's like, girl, let's get it on. Yes. Really, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yes, we're not gonna play the mashup for you now that I found, but. If you listen to like the bass and the drums and the structure of the chorus and the verses, it struck me more so than Blurred Lines. Really? As a Marvin Gaye song. It's honestly sounds just like the modern day. I love thinking out loud. Let's get it on. So you may have your little ginger crust. (laughs) No, I don't like him. He looks like he don't take showers. But listen, let's not talk about those um, who are Queen Bee adjacent because he (laughs) has performed with him. (laughs) She performed with him. She's hung out with him here in New York City. Mm. So like they're cool. So we like it. Yeah, we like it. Girl, you just you need to get better at songwriting. (laughs) You got to make sure you give credit where it's due. Because clearly you can write the hits. So we'll have to keep an eye on Ed. I don't know. If he really went to seclusion, hopefully he wasn't like listening to old school R&B jams. Because it seems that those are the people he's trying to. Well, like Nikki said, I don't need no frogs. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening to this episode of Pop Law. Remember, we are not your attorneys. You know, we be out there. In the um, social media streets at Pop Law Podcast, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, you know the drill. So, uh, have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>